Hello, beautiful ladies. Welcome back to Curly and Elegance Podcast. <laughs> For those of you who are new, I am your host, Janet Almodovar, and I want to encourage you to follow this podcast so you don't miss any other episode. Also, make sure to share this podcast with your friends, family member, whoever you might think this podcast might be helpful for so others can find this podcast. Now, today we're going to be talking about how do I know when to push myself? Yes, in the past, you know, I had the confidence. I was afraid of failure. I didn't know what I wanted in life. And, you know, because of that and many other things, I didn't know when to push myself and for what I should be pushing myself. And even though I had a good sense of what is convenient for me and what is not, I wasn't able to choose what was right and what's good for me and what wasn't. So today we're going to be talking about how do I know when to push myself and how I do it. So let's hop into it. So the first step you have to do in order to know when to push yourself is actually having confidence, know what you want, and don't be afraid of failure. Yes, those are the things The three things I didn't had in the beginning of my journey, and they are very important and very important for this thing in its specific because you need to have confidence in yourself in order to push yourself. And you also need to know what you want. So you know what you're pushing yourself for. Like you need to know where you want to go in life. You won't be just pushing yourself blindly. No. And another thing is that you need to stop being afraid of failure. You know, I know failure, especially for those of us who were schooled in a regular traditional school, we are taught that failure is bad and that we should be afraid of it and that we should avoid it at all costs because we are going to fail the grade. We're going to have a bad grade. We're going to fail the, 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 I mean, the, the class We're going to have a bad grade. Failure is just bad. That's what we're taught in school. And you know, that's not the actual reality. Failure is good. Why? Failure teaches us what we shouldn't do. And it's a teacher. And some people see failure as this bad monster, which should be always running from. No, failure is actually another teacher. But it's a different teacher and we need to know and think a little bit more about what type of teaching this teacher wants to give us. And failure is the type of teacher that we need to think a little bit of more about it more. But that's, you know, is the first step I had to take in order to know when to push myself. And it's to have confidence, know what you want, And don't be afraid of failure. A tip I can give you for you in order to know a little bit easier or easily to know what you want in life is to think about what you don't want. For us, it's so easy to think of what we don't want that those thoughts will come out easily in our in, in our mind. So we I can easily think, yes, I don't want to fail in life. I don't want to be 50 years old and not having my own house or not having a a business or whatever. I don't want to fail. I don't I don't having 15 years old and not being retired yet. You know, those are the things that I don't want. Then what I want is easy because it, you already know what you don't want. Then what I want is 
I want to be successful. Yes, let's turn the negative into positive. I don't want to be a failure. Well, let's, I want to be successful. Another thing is, I want to have my own. I, I don't want to have, I don't want to be without my own house. And what I want is my own house. And those are things that you just turn it into positive and just change your perspective. Why I'm telling you to not focus on the negative, like, and turn everything to positive is because if we focus on what we don't want, then we will automatically, our mind will automatically avoid those things and do whatever it can to protect itself, but it will not do it in a positive way. And that's why you should focus instead on the positive way. Whenever you're finding yourself thinking negative in something, your body will do whatever it can to avoid that situation. And most of the time, it's not a good outcome for us. So what we need to do is instead change our mind, shift our perspective. And instead of thinking of what we don't want, let's think about what we want. And that's an easy way of knowing what you want and where you want to go in life. This is one of the, it is an easy tip I can give you. The second step is actually writing down what you want and write down and put it visible. You know, that's also visualization when you put it all this in a board and all this stuff. But yes, instead of putting it just in a board, you can do that and put it in a board in your office or in your room, whatever you want to put it, whatever you think you will see it. But you can also go a step further and put that board in your phone screen, like background, in your laptop background, in your planner, so you can easily see it. You can see it everywhere and you don't lose focus because, you know, I am telling you this because I am the kind of person who loses focus easily. Like you have no idea how easily I can just lose my focus. I I'm, I just lose my focus too fast. I, I lose concentrate concentration very fast. And, you know, I'm telling you this because this is what I use. <laughs> so this helped me to just don't lose focus. This is what I told you that even though I don't lie, I don't have my, um, like my ultimate goal in my phone's background, but I have something that I really want to focus on. And is that one day at a time quote that I have in my background is because I know myself and I know that I will otherwise be stressing about everything, trying to do multitasking when I, that doesn't clearly work for me. No. So one day at a time reminds me one thing at a time. So just Fulfill one task at a time and you will be done by the end of the day and you will find out how much more you can do if you just focus yourself, if you, you just put your focus in one thing. Don't try to put all these things in your plate and then want you not be able to do it. No, do realistic things and realistic goals. And that's what I have that background in, in thing. And then in my lock screen in my phone, I have on not regrets, which reminds me, hey, live a life without regrets. I also have another on quote in my background of the laptop, which I don't remember because I haven't seen that background in a little while. But you know, I still have a quote there that I know when I see it, I will be motivated. And the reason I do that is because you never know when you're in your low and suddenly you watch that, you, you see that background. 
and it brings you up again. It gives you that energy. And that's why I do that. So that's another thing, like write what you want and put it visible. If you want to remind yourself, hey, take yourself, like take it easy one day at a time. I did it in my phone. Hey, live a life without regrets. I li- I put it in my phone. Hey, I want to have a house and all this stuff. I just have it in my in my planner. What are my goals in life? What I want in life and what it is that I need to focus on. I have it everywhere and I have it visible. So I am constantly reminded. And that's why it's, that is my second step. The third step is a simple question. Is what I'm trying to push myself to do going to fulfill what I want in my life? Is it going to fulfill my goal? And that's the question I make myself. As an example, I will put the multitasking versus one thing. It is not easy for me to do either thing because multitasking is not easy, but pushing myself to do one thing at a time, one thing at a, like, at a time, it is not easy too. So I am pushing myself to do all these crazy things in a day. And then I am seeing myself overwhelmed. I have this whole list of things I got to do. And then I'm pushing myself to do it. But then I have to stop and think, is this multitasking thing going to fulfill what I want in life? Is it going to help me do more things at the end of the day? And I already know the answer, you know, because I have multitask and I have done one thing at a day. I have experimented. Sorry, that's my phone. <laughs> so I have experimented. I've seen if it, either one works. So let's see. Is this multitasking going to help me achieve more things at the end of the week or at the end of the day? Hmm. The answer is not in this time, in this occasion. So the thing is, don't keep on wasting your time on it. That's a simple answer to it. That's my simple recommendation. Don't keep on wasting your time on trying to multitask. Yes, it may seem that you may want to do a lot of things and fill your schedule unrealistically, not thinking that you have to eat, not thinking that you have to take your time to, I don't know, say even hello to yourself in the mirror. No, you're filling your schedule unrealistically and you're trying to multitask. So that's not going to help you. So don't keep up wasting your time on it. Now, is it doing one thing at a time, taking one day at a time and taking it easy, going to help me do more things at the end of the day? Yes, most likely, you know, as there is something, certainly it will help you do more things than multitasking and multitasking doesn't work for you. So that's me pep talking myself, you know. <laughs> so the, if, if my answer is, is yes, then I will take a second to meditate, you know, because I found that meditation really helps me focus, really helps me concentrate, and it gives me an energy boost. So I will take a second to meditate on what I want and how this will help me to fulfill it. And this is enough for me to just recharge batteries and go back to whatever I had to do. Because, you know, sometimes and just sometimes there are times when you just need to stop 
whatever the heck you're doing and meditate for a little bit. You know, the beginning of this year, I was doing all this crazy stuff. I was just nonstop, not only with the stop, but with holidays. It was just a nerve wracking thing for me. I was multitasking by the way. I was getting things done, but I was multitasking. I was trying to do the store and do my 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 holiday things because you know usually women are the one who take care of those things, of the food and all the stuff. And you know it was nerve wracking for me. It was just crazy. I couldn't. And then I started this year not with energy, not with nothing different from anyone. If you started, if you've been with in this podcast for a while, you know it because I've talked about it since the beginning of the podcast, which is started the beginning of the year. So yes, I didn't had any energy. So when I took the time to, you know, I said, I'm going to stop whatever I'm doing. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to take time for me and see and refocus and concentrate and regain that energy that I just lost during the holiday season with my store. So I did that and I recharged batteries. You know, not every time it's going to be pushing, 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 pushing. It's going to be also time to focus, refocus and recharge. You know, because we are not machines. We are human beings. You know, that's something I always talk about. When I was in a warehouse working, because I used to work in a warehouse, I hated it. Because you're pretty much treated as a machine. And you know, that's how I felt. You're just a machine, put in the package in the box, and then you're a machine, closed in the box, put in the package in the package and whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's what you do in a warehouse pretty much. And that's how I felt. I felt like a robot. I mean, the type of warehouse I was working, it was like a candy warehouse. So you was pretty much putting the candy in the bag, the bag in the in the box, and the box in the in the pallet, and then the pallet you will wrap it and send it over. And that's what's the process. And I was in line and that you feel like a robot pretty much. And you know, I hated it because you know I always say we are not robots. We are not machines. It is impossible. Even the machines they were trying to replace, to bring to replace people, they were useless because they were damaging all the time. And then you needed a person to fix it, which it was useless. So I was all the time like, we're not machines. We're not robots. I hate this so much. And then why am I doing the same thing in my life? I am just treating myself like I am in a warehouse line and a production line. And I'm just producing, 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 producing and not taking any time for me and not being realistic. This is just what not, if it doesn't work for me in the war job, if I hated the job, what am I doing the same thing to myself in my life? And, you know, going through this process, which it won't be overnight, it really helps me. And you know, a little bit goes a long, long way. Believe me, it goes a very long way. You have no idea how much I have changed in the last years. And it's because I have taken the time to just meditate, to even read the Bible, because there's something else. People just, some people just talk about the Bible as this thing and they use it to judge. And then there is the other people who just 
read the Bible to just find whatever mistake they can find or just, I don't know, criticize it. But you know, I'm neither of the groups. I use the Bible to see what I can use to improve my life, to change myself for the better. And you know, the Bible has so many tips on how you can change yourself for the better. If you've no idea, it has so many encouraging verses, verses, you know, and it has so many good things that it just helps me. And some people might not find the Bible is a really good book for self-improvement, for, but for me it is. So that's one of the things that I wanted also to mention. So at the end of the day, that's how I do know when I need to push myself. And that's how I push myself. That's the process I had to go through pretty much. And as I said, it's not overnight because nothing, absolutely nothing that is worth it is just that easy. So that's it for today's episode. As always, I want to thank you for being here with me today. I want to hope you have a wonderful day. And I want to remind you to follow this podcast so you don't miss any other episode. I want to ask you if you could please share this podcast with whoever you think it might be helpful for. Like your friends, your family members, I don't know, in Instagram. That would be wonderful. And tag me if you're sharing in Instagram so I can share it in my stories and give you a shout out. Thanks so much for being here with me. See you next Sunday, beautiful. Before continuing, I would like to encourage you to follow me on Instagram. And there I am constantly active in my stories and I also share lots of curly hair tips. Just go to Instagram and find me under Curly and Elegant. So I hope to see you there.